welcome to The Pig and Whistle, Tales from Azeroth. As always here at The Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. So grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy this episode. We'll be going over kind of community issues is the best way to describe this one. Essentially, we're going to be looking at multiple stuff that we as a player base have kind of introduced into WoW that is either toxic in its nature or stupid or just you know, ruins the game, anything along them lines. But, as always, we do have the weekly news, as uh, usual. We have Basrikron, Zakani Elders, and Aristar as your weekly world bosses for the week, located in, um, where is it, Waking Shore, Zaralak Caverns, and Emerald Dream. Wrath of the Lich King Timewalking is your bonus event for the week. This is where you can do dungeons from Wrath of the Lich King and get time walking badges to spend on reputation, mounts, pets, all that good stuff. The Cooking Impossible is your brawl for the week. This is essentially where it's Horde versus Alliance 10v10 and you have to collect 20 ingredients to put into your cooking pot. You can steal the ingredients off of uh, enemies who are carrying ingredients to put into your cooking pot or go out and salvage them yourself. It's actually a very fun brawl and I would recommend it. It's very enjoyable. Storming, Bursting and Fortified are your mythic fixes for the week. Storming, you essentially have small storms that, that fly around uh, um, the character or melee and uh, just dodge them. It's very simple. They'll do a little bit of damage, knock you back and knock you up in the air, but they're just a bit annoying to deal with. Bursting, when you kill an enemy mob, they essentially explode, uh, giving you a dot on you. You want to either kill everything very fast and then get mass dispelled and pop a defensive and all that stuff, or you want to kill them in short bursts and kill them five mobs at a time, wait for the debuff to drop off, kill the next five, that kind of deal. Fortified uh, is the last mythic affix, and this is where non-boss enemies have more health and do more damage. Uh, 20% I believe, so make sure you bring a talent build that accommodates for that. So, with that out of the way, let's see what the main community issues are. Now, some of these I plucked off the very top of my head. There are obviously a lot, and the community has come up with some good uh, things in the past. Hardcore World of Warcraft being one of them, uh, being the most sort of recent, I would say. But the community do obviously bring up a lot of shite. Um, the first one, GDKPs. Now, a lot of people seem to have a problem with GDKPs. I personally don't have as much of a problem as a lot of other people. I think GDKPs, if uh, they are excessive and every single raid is a GDKP, then I would have a problem with it because I simply do not have the gold to do so. But I see about 10% of the raids in the game be a GDKP, probably less, um, probably more like 5%. Now, I play Ref of the Lich King Classic when I raid, that is my raiding um, World of Warcraft is the best way to put it. I do not raid in retail, nor I do, nor do I in Season of Discovery slash Classic Era. I have seen since uh, the Classic has started. So Wrath of the Skin, or no Wrath, no World of Warcraft Classic started, and then you went to Classic Burning Crusade, Classic Wrath. I have seen GDKPs since the start, not the very start. But towards the end of classic era or classic 
classic, <laughs> I saw GDKB starting. Now, the problem, or the main thing that I don't care about in terms of GDKPs is the fact that I have to f- like fully seek them out, essentially. And what do I mean by that? Um, they will post one or two, but generally... GDKPs have a set amount of people that they already have, like, signing up. They have about 30, 40, you know. In 25-man content, they have about 30 or 40 people signing up. And these 30 or 40 people keep them going throughout the entire sort of year, almost, of the Classics expansion. So, uh, from the start, where it was Naxxramas, all the way to Ruby Sanctum, which has come out. Um, tomorrow, I believe, that comes out. But... Uh, uh, essentially, yeah, that will keep them going throughout the entire expansion and they won't post until they really do need more people to boost the numbers, so it, so to speak. Now, they do advertise them when they need people who are willing to buy, but the boosties of, uh, or the boosters of the raid generally are always the same because they're just more git. Um, and let's face it, the people who are boosting just want the gold to spend on a WoW token or gear for their ult, you know, that kind of deal. So this is why I don't really have a problem with GDKPs because they're not really advertised as much. You really have to go and seek them out in order to uh, see them as a threat is the best way to put it, a threat or an annoyance, that kind of deal. Um, There have been a couple GDKPs that I have gone to. Some of them have been very smooth. I think I've done about two or three in total and I've gotten some good pieces of gear. And the thing is, I've gone there as a booster because I'm at, like decently geared, so I pump damage and I'm not expected to buy anything. And I just get a cut at the end of the raid, which is good. But I have ended up buying some pieces of gear because I know that at the end of the raid, I'm going to get a certain amount of gold, say 900 gold or 1,000. Let's run it up to just 1,000. This is a pure hypothetical. I'm going to get a thousand gold no matter what because the pot of or the gold pot essentially is at a hundred k, yeah. And there's a hundred people or something in the raid. Okay, yeah, this is really hypothetical, but I know that I'm going to get a thousand gold or something. I can spend a thousand gold on a piece of gear and get that one thousand gold back, and it'll be like I've just bought a piece of gear for nothing, or I've gotten a piece of gear from raid for doing like. Or being in the raid like a normal raid some people obviously are there and they just collect their gold and go away and they can use that gold to buy here for alts wow tokens etc but again it's a good way to spend your money you are buying gear with gold why can't you do that in the game some people just don't enjoy that idea of it because it's like oh well i've got no gold at all i've got five thousand gold You can go into a GDKP with that amount of gold. Some GDKPs allow you to use your pot of the money, your like expense of the money or share to bid on stuff. So you technically have 1,500 gold. So, or no, 5,000 gold. You have 6,500 gold or something. Say an item is worth 6,500 gold. You have 5,000. You put all of it into there. Yeah. All of what your current pot is. And then you're so you're down five thousand gold plus that you're cut, and then something big happens, a massive item drops, and it goes for a hundred thousand gold. Suddenly, your cut goes to 
whatever it is, 10k gold, and then you get 10k gold, plus you've bought a piece of gear. Why is that not beneficial for everyone? You can go to these things with a smaller budget because there are smaller budget GDKPs out there. You just need to find them. So you have the opportunity to do so. And people think that they don't because it's all, oh my God, I need to bid millions of gold in order to join these. You really don't. You really, really don't. It is ridiculous that you think that you do. Um, I do think GDKPs aren't a great... If GDKPs were the main raiding source i would say so every single like 90 percent of the raids are a gdkp i don't think it would be great i think that a lot of people just want to do the soft reserve system and not really care about that plus uh, with these gdkps you need people who are geared enough to help boost and then you want people who are really low geared who want to buy gear and then you can't guarantee that p- these people will buy the gear because in some gdkps i've done lower people who needed the gear just never you know bidded on stuff and it's like oh well why are you even here you're just clearly getting boosted and hope to get something very cheap you know that kind of deal um but i don't see gdkps as a problem i think people make it a problem because every single post that i see is very much oh my god blizzard why aren't you combating this this is ridiculous this is against tos well no it isn't you can spend it like in-game gold to get gear off the auction house that's all they're doing except they're not using the auction house they're using the raid as the auction house instead if that makes sense it, it's absolutely crazy that some people think that it's against tos and shit it, it's absolutely ridiculous and it really does get on some people's nerves compared to other like more so on people's nerves than it does others and again i just don't understand the reasoning behind it because it's a community issue it's not something that blizzard's done it's something that we as the player base have done and you can't blame Blizzard for that. You blame us for that because we are the ones that started this GDKP shit show, essentially. I don't get that. The second one is gear score. I despise this fucking thing. I'm sorry, but I absolutely hate the idea of gear score. In Wrath of the Lich King Classic, gear score is uh, measured off of how good your gear is, essentially. So my uh, tanking druid is 5.9k gear score. I think you can get about 6.6k gear score, like if you're all heroic gear at the moment. I think that's about maximum that you can get right now. Um, the lowest, uh, when you first hit level 80, you're probably going to be around 2.5 gear score, some shit like that. It, it isn't great. And there is a real difference in damage. But the thing about gear score, yes, it gives you some damage increase. But if you don't know how to do your rotation, you don't know how to do mechanics gear doesn't matter i would always take someone who can do the mechanics perfectly than someone who doesn't understand the mechanics doesn't ask how to do them doesn't communicate at all wipes the entire raid 50 times and then proceeds to rage quit the raid because it's someone else's fault let's take a quick break Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way 
The way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out The Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. Why would you why would you not take the first person? Oh, because they've got a bit less gear. Even if they've got two thousand less gear score, I would still take that one person. Because it doesn't matter. If you are if you are adequate enough to understand mechanics, to understand how to position yourself, to understand any other things, then I will take that player over someone who's like, Oh yeah, but my gear score is higher and it's like, okay, your gear score is higher, but you clearly don't understand the raid itself. Or the dungeon, even. I did. I I dinged my mage last night. Actually, when this episode goes live, it was probably a few days ago, something like that. Um, But essentially, my gear score was very low, 3.9 or something. And I mean, like, very shit gear, very makeshift gear. Um, Not the right stats at all, you know, that kind of deal. I hopped into a dungeon, a gamma dungeon, which is meant for gearing, by the way. Gamma dungeons are there for gearing characters, not for getting five badges. Please understand this, people who play Wrath of the Lich King Classic. Like, yes, you can get badges from them, but it is meant to gear alt characters. That's why they put old raid gear in these uh, instances. For the love of God, please understand that. I don't get why people don't. Um, But yeah, essentially, there was another fire mage in here. I'm 3.9k gear score, shit gear, absolutely no idea. This mage, 5.2, again, not the best at the moment. He's still probably gearing, getting badges and stuff like that. We went through this entire dungeon. I think it was one of the Gundrak or Drakthor and Keep one. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Gundrak. But essentially, we went through this entire dungeon. I outdamaged him on every single pack, including single target. Because he didn't have a clue what his rotation was. And his rotation's simple. Living Bomb, keep your Scorch debuff up, and press Fireball. That's it. That, that is your rotation, and Combust. That, that is your rotation. Instant Pyroblasts, but he doesn't understand it. And again, this person, who, if you look at it from an outside perspective, he has a higher gear score, so they would take him over me in a raid. Even though he's doing actually less damage and doesn't understand the mechanics. So this guy in Gundrak, essentially the mechanics are... Oh, was it? No, it was Upguard Pinnacle. That was it. Upguard Pinnacle. So in Upguard Pinnacle, the mechanic is essentially you get hit with a Frost Aura. And this Frost Aura, when you move, it dispels it. And it's like stacking. And once it gets to 30 stacks, you're just taking unhealable amounts of damage, essentially. So what he would do was get the debuff, and he'd just stand there taking so much ticking damage, it's unreal, and the healer's really just pumping him with, like, heals essentially trying to keep him up. But I don't I don't get it. I, I just do not understand it. This is why gear score doesn't matter. I have seen so many people who are shitter gear score be better players than those with higher gear score. I've seen people with 6k plus gear score not understand dungeon mechanics that have been in the game since 2008 in retail and out for a year in Wrath Classic. They still do not understand the dungeon mechanics, and I do not understand how. And this person, again, will get invited to a raid over me because some, some because of some shitty community thing that we've made up, like, oh my god, gear score matters. It really doesn't. It really doesn't, and it really pisses me off because it's... Like, <sighs> 
Some people are just stupid. Some people are just stupid and don't understand mechanics. Like, I get it if you've never done the mechanic, or I really do. But if you are a someone who has played Wrath of the Lich King and someone who goes off of this gear score, like like community thing that's made up, it's like, oh my god, you've got to be at least 6k gear score to join. And then you don't understand the mechanics of bosses, then you're the problem. You're the one who doesn't understand anything and think that gear will carry you through everything. It won't. When Cataclysm hits and the raids hit, you will understand that gear won't carry you through everything. The knowledge of the game will, not the gear. It's it's absolutely crazy to me. People are carried through raids in earlier versions of World of Warcraft, classic Burning Crusade, Wrath, because the raids are very simplistic. Cataclysm is when that changes. Gear score might still matter, and gear score will always matter because the more gear you have, the more damage you do. But if you don't know how to do your damage, you will still do less damage than what you can do. And if you don't know the mechanics, you have the possibility to wipe your raid group, causing them to get angry at you, be annoyed, causing longer raid times, causing a lot of other issues as well. And that is not great. That is not what you want to strive for. You want to strive to be a player who is competent without the gear, and then the gear is just extra bonuses on top for your damage. That's the best way to look at it, rather than be carried by gear but not competent. So when you don't have gear, you're useless. That kind of deal. Whereas if you don't have gear but you're competent, then you're not useless, if that's the best way to think about it. I, that's why I hate gear score. People go off of it from face value and it's like, oh my god, this guy's high at gear score, so he's obviously better. We've seen people in 6.1k gear score. We check their logs. We needed to get a pug for our raid this week because we had like a few people sick or can make it and stuff. But essentially, we went for about three or four pugs, all above like 2.1k, mostly warriors, melees, DKs, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, what they were all awful. Absolutely awful in terms of logs, how they just uh, represented themselves in terms of whispering stuff. It, it was absolutely crazy to think, and uh, I just I can't I can't deal with it. We managed we ended up taking like a five point six k DK to ICC, so like five hundred odd item levels lower, and he was a lot better, way way better than like. I can almost guarantee you he was way better than the people that were whispering and, you know, linking the achievements and like, oh my God, I've done this and acting really sort of snobby about stuff. And you can tell that they're being snobby about it because you're like, okay, give us a second. And they're like, well, why don't you just invite me? And it's like, okay, well, no, because you're being a dick, firstly. You know, that kind of deal. But that's going off on a tangent. But Ultimately, gear score is a real community issue, and I've really stuck by it in Wrath, where it's like, if someone asks me my gear score, I just say, I'm not going to give you it. You can either invite me, or you don't. It's your call, but I've done my achievements for it. I've done 25-man Heroic Lich King. I've done 10-man Heroic Lich King. It's your call. You know, I'm not going to give you my gear score, because I'm so very much against it, and I wish everyone else was, to be honest, but some people just Take your gear at face value. Some people could have absolutely shit gear. I I can get about 6k gear score with the complete wrong gear. They they wouldn't know. They wouldn't inspect me. They wouldn't do anything like that. They would just say, oh my god, he's 6k gear score. Let's invite this guy. I could be in tank gear. 
And they wouldn't even check, probably. That's the thing. It is absolutely crazy. Um, achievements is another one where people... This one isn't as sort of annoying. If you're looking to do higher-end content, like Lich King 25, or Heroics for ICC, or like um, Mythic for Rack, um, or Heroic for Rack in retail, if uh, you're asking for achievements, it's not the end of the world. It's not as bad as Gear Score, because it shows that there is some sort of like competence there it's like okay you've done up to this boss that's fair enough yeah we'll give you a go you know that kind of deal it, it's nowhere near as bad as gear score gear score is infuriating to say the least um achievements i can understand asking a little bit more but essentially it's still an annoyance because it's like oh my god this is like oh my god you you haven't done mythic for rack within the first week you didn't beat echo or you know, liquid to the world's first, uh, like, raid kill or whatever of Farak, you're trolling. Like, you can't join my super secret raiding group where they've, like, killed one boss on normal in retail. You know, it's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, some people are a bit more lenient on it. It's like, oh, okay, you've tried to kill this boss, but haven't. You know, you can reason with them. Some people are like, if you don't have the achievement, you're not in. Simple. Deal with it. And it's like, why would I... It, it, it's more okay i want to get the achievement to kill this boss but you're not inviting me because i don't have the achievement yes that is correct okay now how do i get the achievement just kill the boss okay but again i can't kill the boss if you're not inviting me because i don't have the achievement and then it's like well that's your problem and it's like no that's your problem because i'm trying to kill this fucking boss but you won't invite me because i haven't killed the boss yeah, that's correct. But let me try and kill the boss. Oh, fuck it. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I don't understand it at all. Um, the last one I want to quickly talk about, this is more of a community issue and people issue, is the community in Wrath of the Lich King. Everyone, I, I've seen a lot of people that go like, oh my God, the community side of WoW is dead if Cataclysm comes out. I kind of hope it does. I kind of hope it does die. Um, now, the reason for this, everyone's a dickhead. <laughs> that's the best way to put it. Now, obviously, that's an exaggeration. A lot of people that I see in World of Warcraft, I've gone over this many times, but the people who are speaking the loudest in Wrath of the Lich King Classic, in any sort of World of Warcraft retail, whether it be uh, era, I haven't checked Classic Era, but I would imagine it's the same. And the people who are the loudest are the ones who are the biggest crybabies, the biggest dickheads, the biggest absolute griefers in the server, you know, that kind of deal. The people who are actually nice and bring the community a wholesome, like a piece of wholesomeness are the ones who are generally more quiet and self, that they stick to themselves more, that kind of deal. I've, I've not, I don't remember the word for it. But they are the people who stick to themselves a lot more. Now, I hope that this community dies because if everyone's like, oh my God, the community side of WoW, and it's like, yeah, the community side's kind of shit because you experience like 90% of the people who are shit on your server, 10% who are nice are all in guilds and are all mates and stuff and they don't really branch out. The people who are in trade chat 24-7, just shit-talking and like, oh my god, I did this dungeon earlier with this guy and he was absolutely dog shit. 
you know, they're the people who you don't want to see in the chat. And I think Cataclysm will actually sort of wean them people out, if that makes sense. It, it will squeeze them out of playing the game. And I think that that's honestly a positive. Because, like I said, the people who you hear the most in the game are the people who are not as nice and ruin the community side of World of Warcraft. That's why the people who actually are probably more looking forward to classic Kata and the more retail versions like looking for group and all of that stuff and looking for raid, those are the people who are actually going to enjoy it and actually experience an enjoyment part of the game through not having to deal with the shitters who complain about the community all the time. Don't get me wrong, there is like a great community in WoW, but you have to shift through so much shit in order to find it that it's just not worth it That's at that point. And yeah, it's, it's quite sad, I'm not going to lie. But that is it for this episode. Thank you all very much for listening, as always. Do check out all of the socials down below, constant stuff happening over there. I will not be doing socials for a couple of weeks, do have to say that mainly because content wise i don't have enough to put out for tiktoks and youtube youtube is actually a different matter i probably do stuff for youtube but mainly the tiktoks the arena clips um but we'll get back to that in a couple of weeks plus i will be away don't worry you will still get episodes um on next week and the week after but uh, when uh, i come back uh, sort of tiktok stuff will pick up again um if you are like interested in that but thank you all very much once again and go with valor friend goodbye all.